Hello and welcome to Baffling Cyclops. I'm David. And I'm Pepper Proxy. And today I wanted to talk to you about two pieces of technology. Yay! I also have one little thing I want to talk about. Okay. Did you want to start with your thing? I do because it's follow-up from the last two podcasts. Okay. I wanted to let everybody know we finally got the Bucatini. We did. (laughs) We did get Bucatini. Because we went back to um, Big John's. And I don't think that I was ever really clear um, in follow-up about Bucatini. The reason why I pronounce it Bucatini is not to be... um, insensitive to Italian-Americans. It's because I'm making fun of Giada De Laurentiis. You're making fun of one specific Italian person, not Italian people in general. Well, I guess you put it that way. She's Italian-American, too. Well, yeah. Um, but she just, like, the way she, you know, it's, it's nothing new, and I'm not, it's not novel to be talking about the way Giada De Laurentiis pronounces things. But in my head, that's how I always say, Bucatini, and it's because of her. Yeah. Well, I, I, I understand, and uh, I'm sure everyone will forgive you. Okay, cool. For your Bucatini. Bucatini? Um, Bucatini. Bucatini. I don't think this is going to be the last time we talk about it, though, because I have yet to prepare it. Yes. We so, got two different brands yesterday. Yeah. And hopefully soon we will we will have uh, Bucatini. We definitely will. I'll do a follow-up. I might even use um, some of those um, special anchovies we bought. So it, what's the technology? Well, actually, I had three technology-related oh, okay. things. One thing is... The windstorm in Seattle this week was terrible. Uh, There were gusts up to 70 miles per hour, and our fence blew over in our backyard, and our security camera was mounted on the fence. Yeah. So... um, We saw it all. Yeah. It's it's fascinating footage (laughs) in the dark of of a fence falling over um, from the point of view of the fence. Well, that, um, that windstorm... I was having trouble sleeping that night, and I was afraid I was going to wake you up. So I moved to one of the other bedrooms, and um, that windstorm was so loud and so scary, it gave me night terrors. It was loud. Yeah, it was t- It was a tough night of trying to sleep. And then I had to skedaddle back to our bedroom because I was like, David won't mind if I wake him up. As long as I don't have night terrors. That's true. But we got to take the security camera off the fence. Yes. And put it in the front yard in a near a pile of peanuts. So do you still call it a security camera or have you nicknamed it something else? Well, I, it will return to being a security camera. Okay. <laughs> but um, I tried to get the crows to... Flock, flock around it, and they were not having it. They they were almost like putting their middle finger, their middle claw up to you. Yeah, they were like, "No, we don't trust that camera. No. We're not getting anywhere near it." It was, it was pretty funny. So then I decided, well, squirrels are dumb. So, well, okay. You know so, they're winning my heart. I know, but they're still not very smart. Okay, I agree. So um, I put some peanuts. I put the camera off to the side and put some peanuts on there, but I put the camera on the wrong side. So then we just got footage of squirrel butts. 
which are surprisingly adorable, and those tails are really cute and fascinating up close. Yeah, you can look at them as close as you yeah. want because that security camera has such great detail. Yeah. Um, and, it's an Arlo, by the way. And, Highly recommend it. And I got a, um, I got a great shot. I got one 30-second shot that has a squirrel taking a peanut, then a crow taking multiple peanuts, and then a Stellar's J coming in and taking a peanut. Is, so, it, is it just a Stellar's J or is it Chunk? It's Chunk. Oh, he's your favorite. Yeah, he's my favorite Stellar's J. So he comes and get a peanut. So I, that was kind of a nice little extra bonus mm-hmm. technology thing. But this week... There was a an article in uh, the San Francisco Gate paper about... And that's reputable, right? Oh, yeah. About a new helmet that's supposed to be for coronavirus for... Um, they're calling it for rich guys. Oh, no. Is it like the Google... What was that? The Google Glass? In the article, <laughs> in the article, he actually refers to it as the Google Glass of PPE. Well, that's the kiss of death then, right? But um, he he didn't want to pay for it, so he asked his editor if the newspaper would pay uh-huh. for it. And the guy said, yes, but you have to be willing to have a photo shoot. So he went around San Francisco in oh, the helmet. God. He looks so miserable. Yeah. And it costs $299. And it actually, to me, looks like um, almost like a fencing helmet. Can I see with, that picture? With glass yeah, d- in there instead of, um, instead of the screen. <laughs> and it, it looks stupid. And as he says, look like a yuppie dipshit from any angle. Um, but, but if you were, I could see like a cute little kid or a teenage skateboarder wearing that and they'd look fine. It's just that dude. Well, it's (laughs) it's pretty much any dude, unless everybody's wearing it. You don't want it. He was talking about not wanting to wear it on a plane because that was one of the big selling points is they were like, you can wear this on a plane and it's like $299. But I was looking on Twitter and people who work a lot with wood were like, for a helmet that does all this, $299 is cheap. It's free. Right. So they're all excited because they're just going to buy this helmet, not for coronavirus, but to do woodworking because uh, similar helmets are over $1,000. Well, it has a respiration. Is it some kind of respiration It has a filter. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I have, I've done little projects too with Mm -hmm. sanding and wood and yeah, that would be great because it protects your eyes and your respiratory system. Your straightforward line of sight is great. He did say yeah. it cuts out um, peripheral vision because it's the the glass part is extended <laughs> forward. On. And it's attached to a black cloak-like fabric back. Yes. I think it could be cuter. <laughs> What? You think that could be cuter? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> so would you would you wear one? Yeah, I would. You would and would you wear it in public? Yes. Like I to would. the grocery store. Sure. Okay. Sure. I'm all for being safe. Like the more people that are comfortable with PPE and being safe and not being ashamed or being ridiculed, the better. So, this is on the list then if someone I won't pay for it, but if someone offered me one yeah. of these helmets for free, you would want it. And you could do a photo shoot with me. <laughs> do you think the crows would recognize you while you were wearing the helmet? I do. I think that they they recognize me when I have a hood, a hat, and a mask covering my face. 
So I would think my face can be seen. I see you looking out the window. Are there crows out there yes, right now? Yes, the crows have gathered behind <laughs> just, us as we you're speak. You're distracted. I'm distracted by crows. So anyway, that was one piece of technology. Okay, would you wear it? No. Well, I, I don't... mean, I would in an emergency. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying as my normal daily thing. I don't think that I would wear it. I think it's. I don't think it'd fit you. And I think it's too bulky. You have a really big head. Yeah, and I know how bulky having a large head is without <laughs> having to extend an extra like four or five yeah. inches out in every direction. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine hitting my head on things. Um, it, I think it would be gross to sneeze in because you can't get in there to wipe it away or do anything. So you're basically just sneezing onto a piece of glass. Does that happen a lot where you're sneezing? I sneeze in my mask sometimes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it happens, so... Do you, have you ever shared with the folks that listen to our podcast what your nickname is? Oh, at work? Uh-huh. Yeah, the head. Because <laughs> when we measured heads at work, I had the largest head. And uh, what, what, how many, was that like eight, 19 inches in it circumference? Was, it was big. I can't, I don't know what the big head is versus a little head. So I don't know, I don't remember the, the dimensions. I just know. It was inches bigger than the next biggest one. Well, and I, so I, when I, we got bowling shirts at work, mine says David the head wall because my head is so big. That bowling shirt's cute. We still have that. You oh, wear yeah. It I wear it every it's once really in a cute. while. Yeah. 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 So, what else do you have for technology? Well, I read another article about um, lightning. Ooh, I'm fascinated already. The premise of the article was to talk about a support group for people that have been hit by lightning. Oh. It's called the Lightning Strike and Electric Shock Survivors International. Okay. And they meet. um, But the article itself centers around this woman named Shauna who got hit by lightning. And how it affected her life and how it changed, um, you know, it gave her some brain damage and did all of these things. And then she goes to the meeting and she's able to work through some of it yeah. and, and uh, eventually work herself up to where she can date again. Oh, Shauna. Yeah. So she, she had a rough time with it. Uh, how many people are in this group? Um, I believe the article said about 600. Wow. So this combination hit struck by lightning as well as electrical shock. Correct. But okay. one person in the group has been struck by lightning three times. Well, I, I wanted to ask. I thought you would maybe get to that, so I didn't ask. But I've heard that certain people are more susceptible, and it changes your sense of taste and smell sometimes. Yeah, it does a lot of different things um, to the body. But... Why did they? Th- why do they think that some people are struck more than once? I don't know. I they did. I wasn't in the article. Shoot! I wonder if it's behavior or if it's some kind of physiology. Is it's that it's people with um, big heads and metal hats. Oh no! Oh no! You can't get that yeah, PPE. Yeah, exactly. That PPE <laughs> it would save me from coronavirus, but then get me struck by lightning. Oh, we can't have that happen. What would the crows so, do? <laughs> so I have to say though. It, they, they really did a good job of describing getting hit by lightning in the article. Would you so paraphrase? 300 million volts of electricity in three milliseconds, which is a thousandth of a second. So that's how much you're just instantly jolted with that much electricity. The current 
like short circuits the body's electrical system, yeah. including the one that controls the heart. And people go into cardiac arrest after they've been struck by lightning. But also people get brain damage because there's a blunt force trauma from the shock wave too. So oh my you get goodness. you get your entire body basically, you know, turn yeah. it on, off, and then on again in your brain. And also like you're just thrown by this concussive force. Um the jolt can burn the skin. And this is what I thought you would think was interesting. It also sometimes make makes an intricate series of scars that resemble a lightning bolt that fade I after just I'm, a few okay, days. So I thought, They're called Lichtenberg figures. I thought the Lichtenberg figures were um, looked like tr- like tree like tree branches, not lightning bolts. Wow, so that's, that's cool. That's very similar. Yeah, and I also was there anything in this article about melting shoes? Um, they didn't talk about that, oh. but uh, that I saw. But I maybe had, I just maybe had a night terror yeah. about that. Well, it sounds like something we would have learned on That's Incredible or Real People <laughs> with Skip Stevenson. With Skip Stevenson and Sarah it, Purcell. It melted their shoes, <laughs> which it may have happened too. But, yeah. But um, Byron Lars. Yeah. Or Byron Allen. No, Byron Allen. One of the things that ju- they just said offhand in the article, which I was kind of fascinated by, is she got so scared of being in, hit by lightning mm-hmm. again cuz obviously like it's a real fear. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine that she got a lightning detector that she wears around her neck. Oh. So, so what's you, that? You can get it looks like one of those inexpensive pedometers from Amazon or uh-huh. one of those companies and it detects all lightning within 25 miles of you it tells you how many times lightning has happened and how it estimates how far away the lightning is wow i didn't know such a device even existed 35 dollars and it has a clip on it just like if you might want one of those i thought you would that's what (laughs) i was like i was like wow i'm gonna give pepper a whole new a bunch of protective gear in this one, a helmet and a lightning detector. I'll be the sharpest <laughs> crow feeder in the neighborhood in the you CD. Can put, you can put have your Fitbit clipped on and then right next to it, a lightning detector. And then do I wear that over or under my um, caterpillar coat? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I was just imagining you saying, this doesn't work. I'm sure there's been lightning and there's no lightning. And then there'll be a lightning storm one night and you'd be like, the lightning came down five (laughs) times. The closest one was 0.2 miles from our house. That's amazing. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. One, that there was a lightning support group. Yeah. And I love the idea of um, a weird special scar that comes from a lightning strike that's shaped like lightning that eventually fades. Yeah. That's just so scary, creepy to me. Being struck by lightning is terrifying to me. I think it's because we grew up in the Midwest where there were um, tornadoes and um, big bad storms. That was always like such a fear. Yeah, a real one. Because once you get struck by lightning, it sounds like it just it really impacts every part of your life uh, from that point forward. And there's uh, one of the things that is especially difficult for the people in the group is that other people outside the group do not believe them. 
Why won't you believe them? Because they have odd symptoms that come and go. They have memory loss. They have um, things that people think they're making up, like burning sensation in their arms. It's their nervous system. Of course they're good. Why would you not? Like, I don't know. That seems... I believe them. I believe them, too. I was just sharing the, that because I thought it was really interesting. Very. I wonder if anybody in the group is named Powder. <laughs> I don't know about that. Wasn't, wasn't that a movie about a supernatural, like teenager or youngster that attracted lightning and he also was like the color of baby powder so lightning you're gonna have to send me that article please i will and you can uh you can see shauna's uh great dane bolt oh my gosh you know how i feel about great danes Mm-hmm. and you can get mad at her ex-boyfriend for how he treated her after the well it sounds bolt. like he is maybe one of the naysayers oh yeah so you'll be all into that. Speaking of ex-boyfriends, um, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of a t- tangent, but um, we started watching Bling Empire on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And man, that one boyfriend—he's a piece of work. Andrew. Andrew, yeah. I think it's funny because we started watching that show because I saw it on my flipboard, and then I've had like a few people recommend it to me after we started watching it. So I think it kind of fills the void of selling sunset. <laughs> Your other Netflix <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, mindless. <laughs> that one's a bit much for me. Which one? The Bling <laughs> The Empire? Selling Sunset. Okay, so you prefer Bling Empire over Selling Sunset? <laughs> <laughs> prefer is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> You'll put up with? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, that what I want to hear. So Shauna's boyfriend was a naysayer. And so then she's like, F you, get out of my life. Pretty much, I don't yeah. need to be with somebody who doesn't believe me. Right. Well, good for her. I know. That's why I said when you read the article, you'll you'll have opinions. Okay. I, I 100% believe the lightning sur- lightning bolt survivors. And I love Shauna, even though I don't know her, because she has a Great Dane, name, great Dane named Bolt. Yes. Pretty cute. Pretty cute. Is he um, a gray and black? He Yeah, he's spotted. Ugh. I think my picture I saw was in black and white, so I'm not okay. sure what co- exact coloring, but yes. Love them. What else is going on? That was pretty much it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And to read our show notes, sign up for our newsletter at bafflingcyclops.com.